welcome back to the podcast that we do here at Chippewa United Methodist Church, Everyday Theologian, where myself and Chad Lewis, our media director, sit and have a conversation. Sometimes we have some guests, but we talk about God. We talk about things of faith. We get to know people and um, just think, think more deeply on some of the topics uh, that we find ourselves facing. Mm-hmm. So here we are again. It's nice to be back at the table. <laughs> it is. It is. The couple, well, I guess the one week we took off uh, was nice. I was actually on vacation for that week. Yes, which and is wonderful. And that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we are. We're kind of back to normal, I guess, um, compared to the interviews that we've been doing. Right. Um, that's not to say that we're not going to have any more guests on, but um, the the kinds of conversations that we started with is kind of where we're back to. Um, so I'm excited to just start unpacking stuff again. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Just having some conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this does definitely mean though, for everyone listening, um, we could definitely use uh, some different ideas uh, from yeah. week to week. So if there's anything that you want us to talk about, there's any burning questions that you have or something that you hear in a sermon that you just you want to know more about please let us know best way to do that is uh is to go to the church facebook page and send us a private message yep we'll see it there and we'll be able to to uh, contact you and and we'll be able to take it from there cool so today we're kind of um just kind of do a continuations to have some conversation um, about blessings. Um, the sermon that just uh, just happened this past Sunday was um, really focused on the blessing that comes out of Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26. And it's also part of a pretty popular uh, Christian worship song at the moment. Mm-hmm. That you'll find on K-Love, that you'll be able to, you can find it if you Google Carrie Job or um, Elevation Worship. Uh, there's all kinds of people who have already remade it and <laughs> have submitted it out there for you to listen to. Um, but so it, so it's familiar, it's more familiar because of the song, but if you've been around the church for any length of time, it's most likely that you have heard this blessing at some point in time. So just so that we're all on the same page, um, the blessing is the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Sorry, I threw in countenance. That's the old version. (laughs) (laughs) But the Lord turn his face towards you would be like the contemporary one, right? Um, So lift up his countenance. The Lord turn his face. They're the same. uh, (laughs) They're the same meaning there. But um, so that's the blessing that we kind of focused on uh, in my sermon. But we just thought Chad was especially saying, you know, let's talk more about that. Let's talk more about some blessing stuff and how we how we understand it, how we use the word, <laughs> yeah, both in good ways and some challenging ways too. Yeah, yeah, because culturally, uh, I, I think that we consider blessing to mean that 
someone has abundance mm-hmm. or they have uh, some special favor or, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're just incredibly lucky to get to experience whatever they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is that blessings are so much deeper than that. Yes. Um, that, you know, yeah, some of those might be the the outward expressions or the tangible experience. Sure. Um, but that's not... That's not all of it. It's not all of it. It's literally the tip of the iceberg. Yes. Um, and, and what we find in Scripture when God blesses his people or... Mm-hmm as here in numbers um offering uh this prayer for the priests to give over the people mm-hmm. uh it is to me it it's uh it invokes the richness of the relationship with god mm-hmm. sure. um which again is like the best that they've been able to make it tangible and is just the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like the way you just said that too, that it's just the tip of the iceberg because it's true. You know, there is truth in, um, being able to say, you know, I, I am experiencing, or I feel that I'm experiencing God's blessing. Um, you know, that we have a roof over our head, that we were able to afford to get a new car because our car just died you know, what a blessing that, that Mm -hmm. has been, or that was. Um, and, and so that is like in that humble gratitude and that humble recognition that, that I really don't know how this would have been possible were it not for God. Um, then yeah, like we're just getting the tip of the iceberg and we were having a little conversation earlier that, that, you know, how society just likes to twist things. And so we've come to a point in our culture where we see things like on social media saying like hashtag blessed and it will be a picture of, you know, like the three cars in your parking, in your driveway or hashtag blessed. And it's like this perfect picture of a family and everything, everybody's dressed just right and nothing's out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, or even like, uh, you can get selfies while you're on vacation. Yeah. Maybe it's a, a vacation that takes a lot to save up for. Absolutely. Or just not a lot of people get to go on. Yeah. And the, the picture can be perfectly composed. Yep. The scenery can be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are just, those are very surface level expressions. And yeah. and hashtag blessed, I don't think gets at the reality mm-hmm. of, of what blessing really is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, because whenever we just throw that on there as like this little tag, we're not expressing, because that picture of that family that person might be feeling blessed in that moment because they have their family together for the first time in five years. Mm, Right. But they're not saying that. And so we, we've come to use like the hashtag blessed is just kind of like this, this really flip kind of expression. Like, Oh, this is my life is good. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at how good my life is. Um, and you know, and it's not to say that, that somebody who's got a trip to Hawaii didn't save for 12 years to get there. That's yeah. quite possible. Um, 
But but it's definitely like an overused uh, just tagline that people aren't really thinking, you know, okay, well, really, are you really blessed? Like, how is that a blessing? How did God transform or, or invest in you? Or how is that significant for you? It just feels cheap almost. Sure. And yeah. we've done that with other words too. Oh, totally. Uh, you know, one that comes to my mind is awesome. <laughs> how many things do we experience daily that are actually awe-inspiring? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Probably not many, but we still like to use the word. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of words that we do that we've, with, huh? We've, I, I like the way you put that. We've definitely taglined yeah. or catchphrased yeah. a lot of these mm-hmm. uh, deeper words that we mm-hmm. have um, that really should invoke more. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say respect, but I guess in a sense respect um, just for what what they actually entail Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. shouldn't entail. Yeah. And I think it also has unfortunately become a way that we identify ourselves as someone who believes in God without saying, look what I have experienced Mm. by the grace of God. Yeah. Um, And, and that, so those are, that's some tricky area. That's some, you know, but it is kind of that surface level um, right. That, that we can feel or experience, uh, what we can call blessings that we believe God has, has helped provide for us. But if we're just talking about that physical, uh, provision kind of thing that like, I'm able to live in this society <laughs> mm-hmm. more comfortably even, yeah. right. That, that, that is just, that's not even all that God wants us to know and experience. That's, like you said, just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to God's blessing for us. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us, like, what is it about receiving a blessing that is kind of significant for you? Because you shared with me that there was something about just here, not just hearing a blessing, but receiving yeah. a blessing so- from God. A lot of times, um, you know, at the end of sermons, pastors will give benedictions. Uh, typically, um, you know, this prayer from Numbers 6, which you preached on, uh, that's a, a pretty common one that'll be used. Um, like I said, that's one that I uh, I kind of memorized the old version uh, from when I was doing youth ministry. I uh, don't know why it was the old version, but countenance was in my repertoire um <laughs> it's what you'd heard yeah right? uh and uh right right around that same time that's when i graduated college and one of my professors in a class um was talking about blessings and he gave us this assignment to uh um, offer a blessing to somebody uh and to do it in a way that was both it, it was physically tangible in offering and receiving. And uh, what he asked us to do whenever he did the example in class was to simply put our hands in front of us, palms up and open. The simplest uh, posture of receiving anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just this this idea of 
you know, you're you're open to it. Sure. And I think I think an offering a blessing in the same manner, or, or even um, maybe hand outstretched as if you're, you know, placing your hand on somebody, but maybe it's over a group of people, and so you're just mm-hmm. you're just reaching out. Um, there's this this physical expression of what we want to be happening spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we did, what he had us do was turn to one another in the class and repeat the words from number six okay. to each other. Yeah. Um, I've done that with youth group. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple years ago when I was uh, in a room leading worship, we mm-hmm. had a, a Christmas uh, worship night. Uh, and I ended it that way as well with those in attendance. Mm-hmm. Um, I just i i love I love that idea of you know you're you're face to face with someone and you're expressing this blessing to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you're just hearing it, it, it doesn't have to be number six. Whatever, sure. whatever prayer uh, someone is praying over you, whether it be you individually or as a group, mm-hmm. to just say okay this is something special I want to receive mm-hmm. and just entering that posture, I think opens up your, the, the body and the mind to express what the spirit wants to express. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being willing to receive a blessing mm-hmm. as opposed to just sitting there, maybe your hands folded or your arms crossed and right. the just, you know, whatever comfortable position you're typically in Yeah, um, and hearing it. Yeah. Uh, actually assuming a posture it it makes a tangible difference that i don't think that i can adequately explain with words mm. um so i'm just going to issue a challenge <laughs> oh here next comes. week in church when uh when the benediction is given when uh when a prayer is offered over somebody or the congregation mm-hmm. just put your hands out palms up Mm-hmm. And if you want to close your eyes, you can close your eyes. But just assume that simple posture of receiving the prayer. And I think you'll begin to understand what I can't explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it. You know, there's a few people that I'll see because I can see everybody, of course, <laughs> from the front <laughs> of the sanctuary. But, you know, there are some people that I can that I'll see who do that on a regular basis, but it's a real small number. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, yeah, I agree. I think there is something to that, to actually opening our physical being to receive something, Mm -hmm. right? Just think of like when you go to give somebody a hug and, and like their arms are flung wide open and it's just going to be like this great big hug. Yeah. There's an anticipation of what you're about to experience and doing that just allowing your hands to be open and and palms up just is that expression of like okay I'll receive whatever it is and that it can also then allow you to get beyond any kind any sort of repetition that there might be Mm-hmm. Right. That I've said it the last couple weeks in my sermons that while while people might hear me say the same words, um, it's it's just like, you know, we we pray the Lord's Prayer every weekend in our sanctuary services. Yeah. Um, we say words 
uh, repetitively in different ways, in different parts of a service perhaps. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're less important or that we shouldn't recognize the significance of them. Mm -hmm. And so even hearing those same words, if we're in an attitude and in a posture to receive something from the Lord in that blessing, um, it'll, it'll surprise us, but it'll be different every time because we won't, you know, we might not necessarily realize what it is that God's wanting us to hear mm -hmm. or, or to receive. So, yeah. And that goes for things other than just receiving blessings. Sure. Um, you know, we, I think we would all be familiar with the posture of prayer. Mm -hmm. um, at its simplest form, it's just folded hands. Mm -hmm. Maybe in the most desperate of situations, you actually find yourself on your knees. <laughs> or even the most humble situation. Or even the most humble, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Um, postures of worship. Mm -hmm. uh, you could see people who are just really into it, arms raised. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of this posture of surrender, but also uh, as if a child reaching up for their parents. Yeah, sure. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and so expressing physically what we feel mm -hmm. and what how our, our, our soul and how our spirit is reacting to uh, the spiritual things going on around us mm -hmm. uh, opens us up, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, definitely. Because I've, I've definitely just sat there and heard things in a worship service mm -hmm. uh, especially sunday mornings that i'm just tired and yeah. out of it yeah you know i've definitely just actively listened sure full stop like nothing <laughs> that's, more than that's that it. yeah Done. <laughs> um but the moments that i then decide to physically engage mm -hmm. and maybe it's just receiving that prayer at the end mm -hmm. or you know maybe when someone's being baptized mm. um joining in that final prayer with an outstretched arm mm -hmm. it it is so dynamically different mm -hmm. that you know I'm, I'm actually then a part of the service i'm not sure. just attending it's not just something nice that i get to see and kind of participate in and then clap right. for at the end like it i feel a part of it yeah. i feel like i am a part of the prayer that's yeah being prayed over the person mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so posture and everything that we do is incredibly important mm -hmm. um I, I i genuinely think that while music might be an easy way to connect with god posture is really how we connect mm -hmm. in those moments mm -hmm. uh, sure. and just being open and willing to be open mm -hmm. yeah yeah it certainly is um you know, there, because there are times when we're, uh, you know, I'll find people closing their eyes while um, even the prelude is being played, mm -hmm. right? Because there's something about that song that just really speaks to that individual. And so there they are with their eyes closed, um, maybe hands just gently in their lap or something, but it's significant. Yeah. It's significant for their worship. And that's, when it comes down to it, that's what our worship is to be too. Our worship is to, uh, that our time in worship is actually worshiping God, not so that we get something out of it. Our, our time in worship is to recognize what God is doing in the world. And so <laughs> if that's really what we're about, then we we should find ourselves in different postures of of 
gratitude or grieving. I mean, it could because our emotions run the gamut, our lives run the gamut, our experiences, right? We're all over the place. And so while my, everybody might not be in the same place at the same time, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, because people walk into church and somebody has just had a fight with a spouse, somebody's kids have just been off the chart difficult. Um, meanwhile, somebody else has just had the sweetest breakfast with their kids and it was the best morning ever. Mm -hmm. Um, somebody else just lost a family member. Somebody else just lost a dog, you know, like, I mean, and and it just keeps going because our, our experiences are as varied as we are. But if we're not uh, the whole reason that we're coming together is though because we there is one God and that we can come and worship Him in all of those circumstances. Yeah. So I think that that's really also then where we get even in the rest of that in the to, to uh, verse two and three of those of that blessing is where we get beyond us, right? Where mm-hmm. we get beyond us and our physical outward experiences um and where it really gets to help us go beyond ourselves because while it still has personal implications it now is also talking about it's not just how god saw fit to bless my family with that car that we didn't think we were going to be able to afford after that accident right and and how we can recognize god's sustaining Mm. But now it's going to go beyond saying, you know, the Lord make his uh, face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Now we're getting into the stuff that's below the surface. This is the stuff that we're all going to get because my next door neighbor might be having a a tough financial situation, but they're not going to end up with a car right? Mm-hmm. It's just everybody's experience is different. And yet, um, God also wants us to hear that. He, he is going to bless us. He does bless us with his presence. <laughs> you know, so wherever we find ourselves on the spectrum mm-hmm. of feeling like we have and have not, there's nothing we can do to keep us from the presence of God. Yeah. The presence of God is with us in every moment of every day, in every situation, in the good and the bad and the difficult and the beautiful and the ugly. God is always with us. Mm -hmm. You know, he said he would never leave us or forsake us. It's true. (laughs) It's absolutely true. And as cheesy as that footprints poem is, I know some of you absolutely (laughs) love it, Um, but (laughs) might've been a little overused for a while there, but as, you know, so as beautiful or as cheesy as you may find the footprints in the sand poem, you know, the, the meaning of it, God is always with us. Even when it looks like we're alone, there is never a time that we're alone. What a blessing, (laughs) right? I mean, that, why aren't we declaring hashtag blessed sitting by myself on a park bench, but God is with me, (laughs) you know, but that, that doesn't, that doesn't seem to carry, that doesn't seem to communicate to people the same way. 
Um, you know, we don't talk about that like that. So, you know, so I mean, there's that part of it. And then when God goes beyond and God says, not only am I always with you, but I need you to know that I want what is absolutely best for you. Mm -hmm. Not, I want you to have the best according to the world's standard. The best that we can have is Jesus Christ. God is saying, I want you to have wholeness, fullness, completeness in my presence. That is something that we all can have. And, th- and there's, that's where the strength is. That's where the power is, mm-hmm. right? Not because it's earned, not because it's deserved, not because any, you know, and it's the kind of thing where, where nobody can look at you and say, how did you end up so blessed to be known by God? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. somebody's going to look at you no matter no matter what you share. You know, somebody might see a new car and go, how, how, do, you, how do you deserve that? Yeah. But tell me the person who believes in Jesus who would actually say to somebody, how are you one of the people that gets to be made whole because God is blessing you. You know, that that's, that's, that's completely different. Right. And if you are one who, who knows scripture at all or understands grace at all, you know, you, we, we can't say you don't deserve God's grace. You don't deserve the, the peace of God. No, because if I say that about somebody else, then, then I need to say that to myself. Then, then I don't deserve it. And that is, I, that is true. None of us deserve it. Right. But God's blessing is that he will give it to all of us. And has. And has, yeah. 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 And that's, you know, verse, it's not part of the actual blessing itself, but in the verse verse before and the verse after that that blessing it is the word of god god saying to moses tell aaron and his sons who are the priests to to declare this over my people and then he gives the blessing and then god says to moses they will declare this and i will bless them i w- i will bless them and I can't, you know, I don't know anybody who, who believes in God, who believes in Jesus, who could say that, you know, they don't think God is really with us, <laughs> you know? Because mm-hmm. when we get to that point in our faith, we're like, oh, yeah, no, God is with me. I might not realize it all the time, <laughs> but God is with me. I might not feel at peace all the time, but I, but I believe that God has that for me yeah and uh, you know because they are it's all something that we have to work on too like getting to a place where we are constantly turning to god and and recognizing that even in the chaos of this life peace is still ours through Mm -hmm. jesus christ joy is still ours through jesus christ you know all of these things so 
So that's where blessing goes from like easy, even cheap blessing if we're not careful <laughs> to like, whoa, that's that's pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah, you know. No big deal. For me, when I was in seminary, I had a greater appreciation for that type of um consistent, I'll say, blessing from one of my one of my professors in seminary who always used 2 Corinthians 13, 14. And of course, when he started to use it, I didn't even, it didn't occur to me like, oh, I should probably look that up. It's probably in scripture. <laughs> oh my gosh. And this was like my third year of seminary too. Um, <laughs> but so this professor, he ended every class with us by giving us a blessing. But he said the first class, he said, now every, every class, I will bless you before you leave. And so I need you to stand up and receive this. And, and he, you know, communicated that he needed us to be in some kind of posture to be able to receive. Mm -hmm. And he didn't dictate what it had, how we had to be, but he did ask us to all stand. And then he would say, the Lord bless you. Nope. Sorry. Wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> he would say the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. And that 10 week, maybe class, those were some of the most important blessings that I, that I've received. Like they, it was just an incredible thing and it was in a class, mm -hmm. you know, but they were so it was just so important. I think part of it, of course, had to do with our the, our topic and what we were discussing every week and what we were reading. Um, we were talking a lot about uh, just, uh, uh, I guess the term that we use too often is pastoral care, but just the care that we give to one another within a community of faith. And how we go beyond just those who are included in the community of faith to caring for the people in our community, right? Mm, yeah. So then to receive that was pretty incredible. But I love, though, how um, different translations of the Bible just bring different things out. And uh, so I was just reading... A moment ago, there's a newer version of the Bible called the Passion Translation. And so right now they only have like the New Testament and Psalms, Proverbs, Song of Songs. Like they're in the process of doing the whole whole Bible. So um, but so I looked up Second Corinthians 13, 14, and this is what it says. Now, may the grace and joyous favor of the Lord Jesus Christ, the unambiguous love of God and the precious communion that we share in the Holy Spirit be yours continually. Amen. How beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that in that translation, it's really helping to unpack the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not just some, you know, thing, some throwaway thing, but the grace and joyous favor, like, ooh, wow, that's really... 
That's special. The unambiguous love of God. Right. Because God is God's love is not something that like brings down uh, condemnation. It's not something that sets up walls. It's God's love is for all of God's people, all people that God has created. Right. And then the precious communion that we share in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is so true. Um, it's not just about being in the, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, <laughs> but, but that, that precious communion, beautiful descriptions of what that verse really gets at, what that yeah. blessing really gets at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's a, that's a powerful thing whenever we really think about it and how that, how we let it af- affect us and apply it to our lives. Mm-hmm. For sure. So let's let's take a moment and kind of unpack a little bit um, the expression of blessing throughout Scripture. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm gonna start with uh, something very general um, that we kind of see that goes throughout portions of the Old Testament. Um, and I think this is kind of where we get the idea of what blessing is culturally. Mm. Um, because anytime we see Israel kind of in God's favor, they are at peace, mm. which is true, mm-hmm. uh, especially on a spiritual level. Um, but they are also in times of general prosperity mm. as a as a people they're they're doing okay mm-hmm. their crops are good they're not at war mm-hmm. things are nice mm-hmm. um and then the i think the opposite of that anytime that we hear or read of curses in old testament it's very clearly out of god's favor mm-hmm. um but then we get prayers like what God is giving to the priests, mm-hmm. which isn't talking about, I'm going to make your crops grow, and then you're going to be great, and then you can take a year off from tending any crops. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as, as long as you do what I ask, like you're, you're going to be fine. Then we get, then we get prayers like this, mm-hmm. right? Um, so what I see, there's this like tension Mm -hmm. between more physical representations of what being blessed, I guess, could look like. Yeah, I get that. Versus like, oh, I know God's with me. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe I just lost a loved one, Mm -hmm. but hashtag blessed because I'm not, God has not left me. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Kind of thing. Yeah. It's this weird like, it's this weird like, give and take mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, where we can have very tangible expressions. I just got a job out of nowhere mm-hmm. versus I know God's with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. And, and I think to, to your point, there's, a, you know, several of the more common texts or stories that we hear and we think that we can kind of identify in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yet there's still that undercurrent that God's saying, I'm the one who's in control. I know what's happening and what isn't. So even though you may not feel blessed, even though this may feel like a time of cursing, um, I'm still working something out. Mm -hmm. I still have something in mind. I still know what's coming, even if it feels like I'm not with you. There, because there's there are those times when God is like, well, you've you've turned from me, you've turned your back on me. Yep. So yeah, no, I'm not going to bless you now. <laughs> no, you want to turn your back on me? You're going to war. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to keep you, uh, you know, free from war. I'm not going to fight for you when you've turned from me, when you want nothing to do with me. But then we've got those times, too, where God says, well, yeah, I, I did bring drought because you were not faithful and you have completely given yourself over to the worship of, you know, these other gods. But I'm going to show off my power right now. Watch this. Didn't mean that everything changed in that moment and like everybody turned their hearts back to God. Sometimes it happens, <laughs> but mm -hmm. not all the time. And so, so even, I guess I want people to hear that even when we feel like we're in a long season, um, God is still working. God is still orchestrating. There's still, God's presence is still there. We just need to wait and watch, <laughs> yeah. which is hard. Right. Because that's mm -hmm. why the golden calf appeared. Right. <laughs> Moses went up on the mountain to receive from God and everybody was waiting around and we're waiting around. And we're waiting around. And we're waiting around. And we're like, yep, I'm done waiting. Let's figure something out on our own, because obviously God's not here. God's not doing anything. And uh, and then we get ourselves into more trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we need to be open to that. Yeah. I think of the seasons of uh, the judges. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. You got someone reminding the people of God's goodness yep. and, and leading them and following God's word mm -hmm. and receiving God's blessing. And then they die. And then the and then there's a leave God. <laughs> long season of everyone slowly leaving God. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're at war for a little bit. And then another judge is brought up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, right. God. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. And then I also think of the uh, their exile to Babylon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something that I'm sure felt like a curse. Mm -hmm. I mean, 60 years. It's a long time that to be long time. away from your home. Yeah. Um, but what a blessing that ended up being. That's mm -hmm. kind of a bittersweet blessing, though. Yeah. As... as the majority of the people lament their time in exile. Mm -hmm. uh, but then when they're allowed to return, mm -hmm. it is with joy and fervor. Mm -hmm. And they are excited to rebuild their city. They're excited to what they tangibly understand as returning to God. Yeah. Because if their home is where God is, then they're returning to the place that God gave them. Yeah. Um, but then we see, I'm just kind of going through the Old Testament now, I feel like at this point, uh, <laughs> then we see 
this desire to not have that happen again. Uh-huh. And then all of these extra rules to protect what blessings they have mm. that end up kind of walling themselves off from the rest of the world. Yeah. And even from each other, yeah. realistically. And these are all of the the extra little rules that the Pharisees and the teachers mm-hmm. would would enforce. And then we get the best blessing of all being Jesus, who was both the physical representation of what God's blessing truly was, mm-hmm. and also a teacher for what God's blessing should be hmm. and should how it should look and 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 feel and kind of flow through our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess not all blessing looks perfect and yeah. enjoyable and good. Yeah. Sometimes blessing comes out of heartache Absolutely. and terrible, terrible things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But all blessing, and I think this is this is the important thing, all blessing works for the betterment of of God's people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I'm almost. I'm almost tempted to say that blessings are results of teachable moments. Hmm. Say more. I haven't unpacked it yet. Okay. I'm still processing it. Okay. <laughs> but it seems as though we'll, we'll take the disciples mm-hmm. as 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 my example here. Okay. Um, they spend three years learning what God's grace looks like, mm-hmm. um, what offering blessing looks like, mm-hmm. uh, what being with people looks like. Mm-hmm. And the rest of their lives, no matter how traumatic they ended, mm-hmm. I would say we're living in a blessing mm-hmm. because they learned what that was. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that every time that we learn something new uh, about ourselves, about engaging our community, about um, sharing the kingdom and expressing what God's love is, uh, each each new discovery, everything new that we learn, all of those milestones, I would say are blessings building upon blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see a lot of people in our church that really understand their spirituality and understand, or at least appear to understand their relationship with God. Still a work in progress, Mm -hmm. but the difference between some of them who have definitely gone through traumatic times. Sure. Oh yeah. And you know, some other people my age and Mm -hmm. a little bit younger, Mm -hmm. it is just, the experience that goes along with a lifetime of blessing. Yes. Um, built upon different lessons. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like, hey, you need to learn this today. So <laughs> <Right>. here's <laughs> here's a here's a, a struggle to overcome. Yeah. But just just normal life. Mm-hmm. As normal life happens, mm-hmm. um, we go through the ups and downs, we learn. Mm-hmm. And coming out the other side, understanding where God was, understanding how God uh, was with us and continued to care for us, even though everything felt terrible, maybe Mm -hmm. Um, we can see, we can see the blessings 
in the midst of, of terrible times. Mm -hmm. And, and the people that go through that and, and can see that and understand that it's just blessings compounded upon blessings Mm -hmm. to where maybe by the time their life is ready to, to end, they just understand the blessings around them. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter what's going on. Mm-hmm. They just, they know that they are blessed. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I mm-hmm. feel like I over explained it, but no. also didn't explain it at all. <laughs> I have a tendency to do that. Well, that's one of the beautiful things about the mysteries of God, right? That uh, as much as we want to try to explain them, our, our words just never feel adequate. Right. Um, but that's also the power of the Holy Spirit then. And, uh, no, no, I, you know, I, I think you, you did a fine job in that, you know, yeah, we, we do come to a greater understanding and a depth of understanding and living out of that blessing, um, instead of seeking blessings, we live a blessed life. We live in that blessing and it's. It's something that's, it, it does tend to be a learned thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't. And the more we live, the more we experience God's goodness, the more we understand that blessing in our lives. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. It's just a little fun fact that I was thinking about yesterday. I saw some meme and as you were talking about, you know, the, um, the exile and how much changes over, you know, like 60 years. And the Wright brothers flew for the first time in like 1903-ish. And then it was about 60 years later that we were in space. Yeah. That's not a long time. <laughs> no, to go from uh, bicycle chains right. and wooden canvas yeah. to... Everything that the space shuttles are made out of. Right. It's just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. But it was, it it just seems impossible, and yet it was only 60 years. How? How do we, how is that possible, and yet it's not that long? So it seems impossible when we're living through it. Like, that's not going to happen. There's no way we'll ever get here or get there or experience this or know that. Um, And yet life happens and years go by and all of a sudden. Like, oh, that was a thought on on over the weekend. Um, we, We shared a little video remembering and honoring September 11th. 20 year anniversary and it said there was an actual line in there that said something about uh for those of us who remember and i thought well that's silly who wouldn't remember (laughs) (laughs) and then i thought well ty um those people who are at least 20 years old and younger even people who are 21 22 23 24 Four? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I definitely have memories when I was five. I can identify. I probably have some earlier ones, but what is that? Is that one that I would have remembered? I don't right. know. So, yeah. 
a lot happens and a lot changes Yeah, in just a few decades. And, and our faith is like that, like a lot changes in our understanding and our appreciation in a few short decades. So what an incredible thing it is to know that God never changes and God always wants the best for us. And God will bless us if we recognize the blessing as uh, for all that it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, cool. I feel like we didn't get much further under the surface. There's still a lot of iceberg left. <laughs> well, there is a lot of iceberg left. I mean, but that's the whole part of an iceberg, right? <laughs> it's just so <laughs> much. There's so much there. And I don't know. How how do we identify, how do we recognize for ourselves God's presence? How do we understand God's grace? And, and be able to identify it in our lives. Um, how is it that we can come to a place where we feel seen and known and understood and heard by God. Well, these are times like we have that this is on us now, right? Like, because it's nice to say, oh, I just think God is blessing me with that surface level stuff. Mm -hmm. But the other stuff we really have to work on. We have to recognize that you know, well, God, where am I seeing you work in my life? Where am I experiencing your grace? Oh, well, I could, uh, I could probably say that I experienced your grace, God, when <laughs> that person that I cut off didn't chase me down and <laughs> rear end me. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But that requires my recognition that I may have done something that needed God's grace to be evident. Mm, yeah. When, when I realize that, um, you know, I really just, because I want to get to at the heart of like God being able to see us. So you have to actually be intentional and think through, even be reading or journaling or, um, or hearing a sermon or doing a Bible study where questions are actually being raised mm. about our faith, about what we do and what we say and uh, about our character and, you know, for us to be able to, to live our lives, but in a way that honors God. So, because the beauty of it is that there's like, we don't need, we shouldn't, we don't need recognition for everything that we do and say in our lives. 
it just needs to be a part of who we are. Right? So, so if I know that God sees me for who I am, if I, if I recognize who God has created me to be, maybe I'm one of those people who is always creating. You know, maybe I'm somebody who is always building things or, or crafting or, um, you know, like we've got a couple guys around the church specifically who, um, who love to make things with wood. Mm-hmm. So, hey, we need a, we need a, um, a crash, <laughs> you know, we need like this little, the little barn thing for us to put some, uh, a Mary and a Joseph in, uh, at Christmas time. Okay. Well, here's somebody who just part of what they love to do. They're going to, they're going to create something. They're going to build something out of wood and they will not for a second ask for recognition. They won't for a moment need any kind of, um, monetary, uh, you know, supplementation to, to be able to make them feel okay about it. This is, this is part of their character. It's just who they are. And that comes truly knowing who we are comes out of a deep relationship with God. Yeah. Because it's only in that deep relationship with God where we, where we truly feel seen and heard and understood. And it's not something that we can um, get from anybody else. Now, yes, there are times when validation comes from other people, but it's not a validation that is, um, well, whatever you think, well, however you, you know what I mean? Like it's uh, the validation that you're looking for is somebody who comes up to you randomly out of nowhere and speaks an answer to something that you asked God earlier. That's the validation I'm talking about, right? Where somebody would say, wow, you know, I just saw the way you interacted with that child. And, and you were so gentle and kind and, and you, and you listened. It was really incredible you might have a, you might have a gifting or a calling to work with children. I can see how that would be a really beneficial thing for children to be able to experience from an adult. Oh, you know, maybe you weren't thinking of that specifically, but all of a sudden you get an answer because you've spent time with God and God's going to answer it through other people as they bring validation into your life. Yeah. And, um, and like I said, it's going to be completely out of the blue, but that, but God will do it. God will do it. You know, I continue to have people, uh, from the time I was in high school, I had a couple opportunities to be able to, to share a little message or, you know, share a testimony or something like that. And over the years, just the number of people that would continue to come up to me and say, the way you shared that really made sense and it was easy to understand. Or thank you for sharing that and thank you for being willing. And then it became, 
I think I could see you preaching on a regular basis. Have you ever thought of that? Your preaching is really, really wonderful. And I I don't feel like I am a great preacher. (laughs) That is uh, something I do. And I enjoy it most of the time, you know, (laughs) because let's be real. Any of us, there's always, you know, any of us who do things all the time, there's always going to be a week or something where you're just like, ah, this feels off. I don't know about this. But, um, but when you have continued validation in a place that you weren't even necessarily seeking it, right? Because my question might've been, God, (laughs) I don't know where where you want me to serve, but I know you want me to serve in your church, right? I didn't say, God, I think I'm a great preacher. Have people tell me that, (laughs) 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 right? But it's like, okay, God, where, like, I feel like you're leading me here. You know, what do you want me to be seeing or hearing or knowing? Mm -hmm. And those are the things that that will pop up. And those are the things that people will start talking about. But that's a way where we, where we get to say, wow, God, you are blessing me by showing me something that I didn't even see, Hmm. but it is identifying something about myself. Wow. Yeah. That is, That is deep. That's powerful. But that takes effort. It takes willingness. It's more than coming to church on a Sunday morning and receiving a blessing. That is saying, I want to know what God has for me. And so I got to put the effort and the work into it. I need to be reading my Bible. I need to be, you know, volunteering to do, to help out around the church or, you know, maybe I'm being called to lead a Bible study. Maybe I'm being led to work with our children or the youth group or, or maybe I see a need in our community and I just really feel that our, our church would be able to help in some way. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start to ask some questions about, about how it might be possible to do something if we've done anything like it before, what it might take to do something and, and make it a little different or, or for it to have more impact. And, and what's the purpose? Like, why would we, why would we engage in this kind of activity with a group of people in our community? Is it so we can get them to come to our church and be present here on Sunday morning? Or is it just to be able to love them the way Jesus wants us to love them? Mm, You know, so, so what is it? But we have to actually be invested in our, in our faith. (laughs) We have to be invested in our relationship with God. And those are the, that's when we really start to understand and get at the depth. That's when we start to recognize just how great, that iceberg is yeah in in all the vast blessings that god gives us presents to us and it's not you know the other thing it's not something that we have to wait until we're like older to figure out (laughs) right because we did Mm -hmm. talk about life experience and there's so much to that yeah there's so much to that that we as we as life experience happens we just recognize so much more of God's presence or God's faithfulness or something. Um, 
But hey, there's all kinds of young ones who can really speak some powerful truth as well. Mm-hmm. Just have to be willing to listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. It's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. And you know what, if you, if you all have more questions about stuff too, like how, like maybe how you could go a little deeper or how you could, um, work towards that, that better understanding, um, you know, just drop us a line, Mm -hmm. find us there on Facebook, send us a private message. If you want to make a call or, you know, just have a comment there under our show notes or something. Um, because we could, you know, it's, we could hook you up with some resources or get you connected with Sunday school or Bible study or um, a group that might just be able to have more conversations like this. Mm-hmm. Um, because we want to encourage you to, to grow as disciples, to grow as followers of Jesus. Uh, it's never easy, but it's always good. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. So let's, uh, let's end this episode with a blessing um to everybody that's not driving right now <laughs> uh, if if you feel uh comfortable to enter a posture of uh of receiving a blessing please do so if you are driving please keep your eyes open and your hands at 10 and 2 uh you will be blessed all the same i promise amen um but uh receive these words the lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forever. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of Everyday Theologian. It is good to be back to uh, some normal conversation, um, diving into uh, elements of uh, sermons from faith and Christianity, uh, what we read in the Bible, and things that maybe we have trouble understanding or want to understand more. Uh, that's what this is about. Uh, so if you have any questions, if you have any topic ideas, please send us a private message on Facebook. You can find us at Chippewa UMC or searching Chippewa United Methodist Church. Uh, Our next episode will be out in two weeks. Um, Until then, uh, be in God's blessing and uh, don't be afraid to be a part of God's blessing for somebody else. We'll see you next time.